ML Nation, episode 414. People are going to think what they're going to think. And if you're going to allow that to stop you in your life, well, you might as well just sit down and give up. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, do you have trouble recruiting online? I'd like to invite you to a free training on how to create online duplication. This webinar will cover the 10 stages of online duplication and how 95% of distributors get stuck on stage four and never become successful in network marketing. It's also not just like other webinars where you learn just how to recruit online via social media. More importantly, four of the 10 stages I cover will be focused on duplication so that you just don't have to endlessly recruit and recruit and recruit. Go register for this free training at www.onlineduplication.com. Again, that's onlineduplication.com. I look forward to seeing you on the training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Heidi Whitehair. Hey, Heidi, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready. Heidi Whitehair was a former daycare provider and a mom of three, and is also a top network marketing professional from Seattle, Washington area. She has spent the last 19 years in MLM, where she became a seven-figure earner. Heidi's developed proven systems and business practices that she perfected over the years. Her passion is to help others succeed, realize their dreams, and teach them to believe in themselves. She loves traveling around the country, training and supporting her incredible team. Heidi's confidence, knowledge, and passion in their markings led her to launch her own MM company in 2016, and they just had their one-year anniversary. So congrats, Heidi. But anyway, congrats, Heidi. I'm super excited for you to be here. How did you get started in network marketing? Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I actually got started um, uh, quite by accident. I was on a field trip with my middle child and I happened to meet um, some moms talking about a product and invited them over. And really the product is what brought me to network marketing. Um, But when I discovered the power of it, I was hooked. So how long did you you use the product for a while before you did the business and how long was it? Well, I signed up, of course, right away because everyone wants a savings. And I find, generally speaking, a lot of people do it for that reason. I didn't know about network marketing at the time. So for me, it was just about the product. So I probably used it maybe about three weeks um, until I had my first like interest in sale and discovered, wow, I can make money with this, just sharing something that I love. So when they recruited you, did they tell you about the business side or they just really went straight product? No, they. Um, she actually uh, touched on the business side. It was very, very new in um, the state of Washington at that point, so it was pretty much just her. And so I didn't have really much more to see, um, you know, the bigger picture except with her until she got me on a three-way phone call with her upline. But um, I didn't, I didn't understand it quite honestly at the time. I didn't understand network marketing, but I understood that I loved the product and I could share it with other people and I could make an extra income. Hmm. So how did you, uh, your first couple of weeks go after you be- became a distributor? What was it like? Did you have challenges or was it pretty easy because you have your product experience? No, you know what? It, it wasn't, I, I wouldn't say it was, wasn't 
it wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard. There was, there was, you know, peaks and valleys as always. Um, so, you know, my first person that I shared the products with, of course, was a family member. So y'all know how that works. Um, and then after that, you know, just learning about the products, learning how to talk about them. Um, I, you know, the products came first, obviously, I think it does for most people. Um, but the business opportunity, because I had the reason of wanting to stay home and raise my own kids, um, the business opportunity was something that I kind of, um, went after to a certain degree because I wanted to be able to stay home, make an extra income, help my family's, uh, you know, finances, not just be paycheck to paycheck. Um, and, uh, so I kind of went after the business opportunity, I guess, um, by starting meetings. So how old were your kids at that time? Uh, my youngest was five months old, um, and then my middle one was three, and my oldest one was 10. And I had had daycare for 10 years since the first one was born, um, really just because I wanted to be home raising them myself. I, You know, a lot of moms um, go to work just to pay daycare, and it just didn't make sense for me, not to mention I didn't want to miss all their firsts. I didn't want to miss out raising them. And uh, so network marketing became the way that I could do both, be a mom and make a difference for my family financially. So being a mom with three kids, uh, any time management tips? How did you be able to fit it all and make it happen? Well, you, first off, I think busy people get things done. Um, I'm, I've always been a person that doesn't sit. Um, no matter what job I've had in my life, and there's been many, um, I've always given 110%. That's just who I am. I'm not one to... Um, you know, slack off or that kind of thing. So I was always busy. And honestly, daycare, running a daycare sounds like you just take care of kids, but you have paperwork and you have state uh, requirements and you have inspections and you have, you know, schedules. And so I think I learned some business techniques from really running a daycare that I kind of took into my network marketing business. Um, but I ha was used to watching, you know, eight kids plus my own, plus being a wife and, and taking care of a home and a daycare and all that. So I don't think it was much different as time management other than trying to get out of the house and and reaching out to new people. And I thought, how do I do that? I've got three little kids. But you know what? If you want something bad enough, you figure it out. Why do you think a lot of distributors, uh, they're stuck? Yeah, maybe they have uh, maybe they have kids right now and they're not having the success you had. What? Um, why? Well, I don't want to ever come across that success comes overnight. Um, you have to put in your time, and you know I, I'm constantly wanting to be better, so I'm always looking for ways to learn more. And um, you know you have to get uncomfortable to grow. And so that's one thing I talk to my team about a lot is that you put one foot in front of the other. You're going to make mistakes. It just means you're closer to, you know, being successful and learning the craft of being a network marketer. And it's just really about being real and, and connecting from your heart something that you love and you're passionate about, I think, really just pours out of you. It's not something that has to be, you know, rehearsed or or, um, you know, it, it's, it's got to come naturally and it has to be your personality. So I think the biggest thing is not giving up. It's like you can't expect to have that that result or that success overnight. Um, and I just I guess I'm very um, determined 
Um, I'm very, I'm not a person that gives up. And so I think people give up right when they're about ready to turn that corner to success and it's worth it. I never wanted to do anything else. I guess that's the biggest thing I had to keep going because there was no other option for me, network marketing and, you know, particularly health and wellness was my passion. Yes. Very good stuff. Uh, I agree. You know, uh, one of my favorite, uh, what you said, people give up right when they're about to have success. Uh, people always ask me my favorite quote because I asked on the show, and it's I like a Chinese proverb that says, the temptation to quit is greatest when success is right around the corner, right? And uh, you, just have, you just have to get outside the comfort zone and never, never quit. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm big on personal development, and I think that right when things are the, the hardest is when you're having that personal growth happen, and that's when you're going to get through to the other side. And personal growth is painful when it's go- when you're going through it, but it's like that band-aid. You know, once it's off, you're like, oh, that's so, you know, I'm so glad it's over. But you then crossed over to that new next thing that you were working towards. Yeah, but, you know, thank you for bringing that up because I think personal, there's a difference between personal development and personal growth, right? Personal development is like you're listening to the show, you're reading the books, but personal growth is like that's when you're really going through the tough, like you said, the tough times. That is when you're really growing. And so which leads me to my favorite question. In your like almost 20 years, what was your worst, worst time in network marketing to the point that you almost like maybe even regret you did this, but you hung in there and that's why you are the leader, the person you are today. Well, I think I'm a a naturally trusting person that's very positive and looks for the best in people. And you have to, um, I never wanted to change myself. Like I think that's an attribute. I think that's a good thing. But you also have to understand that not everyone has the best interest of you or um, the situation at hand. So you have to really protect yourself to a certain degree. And I, I think that you learn as you get into this business and you perfect it and you become a network marketing professional is that you, you attract the people to you that are like you. In other words, that are going the same direction. And so I think my hardest moment was knowing that there are other, there are people out there that are not those kind of people. So how did you get over that? How did you uh, accept that or get over that? Well, it's a it's a process for sure. Like you have, uh, first off, I'm a girl. So, you know, the whole emotional part of it. Um, but I think that you have to put it where it belongs and that, um, A, you have to put weight on people's opinions. So you have to kind of weigh, is their opinion that important to me? Um, and you know, what, what is their, what is their background to give you that opinion? So I think that's part of it. But then I think you need to really realize that it's more about them than it is about you. So what you choose to take on, you know, be aware of that, be aware that it's not, it's, it's generally speaking, when you have someone in your life like that, it is more about them and maybe their fear. Maybe they are fearful that they can't do what you've done and you just have to move on and move forward and, and don't give up because it's your life, your family's, I call it financial forever because in network marketing, when you find your passion, you're never going to go back to where you were before. So it's not financial future. It's financial forever. Mm, I like that. That's so good. Financial forever is so true. Because once you do network marketing, you can never go back. Yeah, it makes, makes me think about things. Uh, very good. Um, what was the turning point? Was it an aha moment, a turning point where things really, really took off for you? Um, I think my aha moment um, 
really was about my gut and that was trusting my instincts and trusting that. So um, you mentioned I've been a distributor promoter for um, over a little over 19 years and um, I still am a promoter even though I, I opened my own company. Um, and I think you need to really, you know, not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. And um, so when I learned to uh, really trust my gut and follow those instincts is when that aha moment happened for me that um, that I had the ability to do whatever I want and achieve the dreams and the goals that I wanted to achieve. So what was, uh, can you think of maybe give a detail of what you trusted your gut instinct and went for it? Um, okay. So in the course of my 19 years, I've done some crazy things. Um, as far as if you are a distributor or a promoter for a company, um, and that would be like, um, I did big tours. I did big events. I did, um, creating things, tools and things like that, um, for the field thing. And I just trusted the fact that if I needed it for my business, or I felt like it would be beneficial for my business, I followed that instinct and that, um, that gut feeling that it was going to work. And the first time that that happened, the first time that it really made a difference, I was like, okay, I'm on to something here. And so um, after that, I just learned not to question it. Um, if it pops into my head, um, those ideas, those light bulbs that come on, they always happen to me in the shower for some reason. Um, I trust those and I go forward with them. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking about ideas in the shower, I totally relate to that. Someone actually yeah. said that, don't make a decision until you take a shower. One of my mentors taught me that. <laughs> And it's so true. So if you have to think about it, sometimes you react emotionally. But some of the shower, just the change of environment gives you clarity. And then the answer a lot of times is right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, how, have you sure. seen the, how have you seen the profession change over the years? Oh, gosh. It has become, and um, I think it's becoming more and more every single day, but it's more mainstream. Like, it's more accepted. I remember when I got started, um, my husband is uh, a firefighter. And so... He was, you know, typical, you know, go to work, get a check type of a, a mentality. And so he came to me originally when I started and said, is this a pyramid? And I'm like, well, what's a pyramid? I mean, I had no idea, but that's that, you know, that thought process of people don't understand what network marketing is about. And so, of course, found the answer for that, realized, understood, got myself educated. Um, but 19 years later, I mean, I rarely hear that anymore. Um, network marketing, in my opinion, is just beginning and it is becoming, like I said, more mainstream. I think almost every household or at least close to every household has somebody in it that's um, in business for themselves, network marketing, direct sales, something. Um, and it's just a better way, in my opinion. I, I have been between the daycare and then, of course, um, now being in network marketing, 29 years I've been self-employed and, um, I would never go back to doing that. It's just, that's not even in my thought process, my vocabulary, nothing. I would, there's just no way you can't go back. And, uh, network marketing for me, I think is becoming more and more, um, part of the everyday conversation. Very, very exciting. Um, let me, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, what inspired you? to start your own company, going from a distributor to an owner? Mike, I think my one, one of my greatest um, honors, privileges, loves of, of doing what I do is to watch other people be successful. And so having, building a company that I would want to be a promoter as, obviously I am, 
them and wanting to be a part of that is such a, like a heart thing for me. I, that it's such a place of I'm coming from my passion on what I really love to do. So creating an environment, a place, a community, um, a family, if you will, of people all going in the same direction and really providing um, just the very best products, the very best tools, the very best environment, um, the very best culture that I possibly can. I mean, that's a dream come true. Hmm. I think um, you definitely have a big, big vision, and kind of like a different purpose because like, like running a company is so different from being a distributor, right? What, what, I mean, I'm sure it was like a big, you talk about getting outside of comfort zone, it was outside of your comfort zone. What's the biggest adjustment you had to make? And why, like in many ways, like network marketing is so much easier? Well, as a CEO, I have so many hats that I wear, obviously, and learning curve. Like, you know, I've just been in this a little over a year. And um, thank God I just have the most amazing team behind me that, you know, you, nobody does this by themselves. And I have an incredible team behind me and I have a credible community of promoters in front of me that are like, you know, my family um, all the way around. And so the learning process has not, I, I, I don't get scared. That's not fearful for me. Um, my fear comes in that I want to be my best for everybody. And so learning the, as fast as I can, all the different parts of being a CEO is probably my biggest thing. Um, I still am a promoter at heart. I think that I have a really great leg up as a CEO being a promoter first because I feel like I know what my promoters need um, because I do it every day right along with them. I didn't want to just be a CEO and, and do the corporate side of it. I wanted to um, still be out sharing the product, sharing the business opportunity. I believe in network marketing and I believe you truly like, I mean, I was a daycare provider and became a seven figure earner. Anyone can do what I've done. Um, they just have to get past their fear, put their one foot in front of the other um, and do it. But, um, you know, just really having a responsibility to my team, to my community um, to be the best I can be. And that means CEO wise, too. So um, hopefully they know that it's a learning curve for me and that I'm, you know, that, um, you know, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, but I think it's working out pretty good. Hey, ML Nation, if your business is not growing fast enough, you need to get the 10 stages to online duplication. This is a free training I'll be doing. Go register for this webinar at onlineduplication.com. Again, that's www.onlineduplication.com. Hey, you've been amazing. Thank you so much, Heidi. As we wrap up the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. Uh, one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Uh, if it is to be, it's up to me. That's huge because personal accountability, when you take 100% responsibility for your business, for your decisions, for your fear, all of those things, you can't help but be successful. Yes, taking responsibility. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, leading by example. Uh, you have to, like I mentioned before, you have to walk the walk. You can't just tell people what to do and expect them to respect you, um, expect them to want to follow you. You have to be the one out there doing it the most. Um, you know, and I learned that from my husband. So quickly, my husband's captain uh, uh, for Seattle Fire Department, and he, as a captain, is 
still does all the work that everybody else does. He doesn't sit in his office and say, okay, you guys go do that. He's the first one out there that's cleaning and doing the yard work at the station and doing all of those things because you have to lead by example. You have to be the one that's doing the most um, the and being out front so people have something to follow. You can't just say, okay, go do that. You won't have any respect and you will not come from a place of strength. Yes, really good leadership tips there. I think most distributors are not doing very, very good. Uh, what's the best for you? What's the best piece of advice you ever received, Heidi? Uh, the best piece of advice I've ever received is from my um, fabulous 87-year-old Aunt Sylvia. And that is, it's not your business what other people think of you. And I think that really holds a lot of people up in network marketing because they're worried about what their family is going to think about them or their friends or, you know, they think they're going to make money off of them or they're trying to sell them something or, you know, whatever the case may be. And when my aunt said, you know, it's not your business what other people think of you, I thought, wait a minute. Yes, it is. And then it dawned on me. She's right. You can People are going to think what they're going to think. And if you're going to allow that to stop you in your life, well, you might as well just sit down and give up. <laughs> So true. Uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool? So say someone was interested in your company. Do you send them a link? Do you do a Zoom? Uh, what do you like the video? What do you like to use? My very favorite is we have a promoter app. Um, we have a customer app and a promoter app. And so we're able to send videos um, on either the products or the business opportunity. And I love that because it's very simple. You know, everyone has a cell phone. Everyone will give you their cell phone number. And then that gives them a, a little bit of a view. And it also tells me as the promoter how much of it they watch so you can see their interest level. So that's my favorite. Uh, aside from your company app, do you have any? Uh, you have an online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or another app on your phone you could recommend? Uh, so, just I gotta qualify this. I'm not techie at all. Um, I I get it. I do enough to get by, and I have people that help me with that. Um, but Dropbox is definitely something I use um, probably, if not daily, every other day. So yeah, that's definitely something that I use, and I think is pretty user friendly. Hmm. And what's one book that you could recommend? One or two books? I'm glad you said two because um, I, I read a lot. Um, I probably, um, I don't know, read maybe five books a month, um, depending on. Uh, but there's two books that really impacted me hugely, especially when it came to uh, making the decision to um, open my own company. One is um, the a crossroads between must and should. I think that's huge because we grow up um, as thinking of all the things that we, um, you know, should do in our lives, you're expected to do. And this book really, it's a quick read. I suggest everyone read it. It's amazing. Um, but it really kind of makes you take a look at your life and the things that you you know, your, your, your path, your soul path, in other words, and then the big leap, um, the big leap was huge for me because I think people operate in this really little box. And I think the big leap, um, just kind of broadened that box, if you will. And it showed me, um, what's possible. Uh, and, uh, it was just, it very impactful for me. Thank you for sharing. Hey, I got to ask you this question because I'm a big reader too. Since you read five books a month, what are you currently reading right now? I'm currently reading, which most people will probably be surprised I haven't read up to up to this date, but I'm currently reading Jack Canfield's Success Principles. Oh, cool. Very, very good book. Yes. Hey, um, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yes. 
So imagine you had to start all over again and you know what. So you didn't know your husband, didn't know your kids, but you had all your current knowledge and skills and wisdom. Kind of like you were an alien that went to another universe. Where, what would you do, where would you go, or what would you do to build an ML business from scratch? Oh, Lordy. I'd hit the streets. Um, and I'd hit the streets in a, first off, with, in a confident, with knowing what I know, I'm really confident in sharing what I have. Because, you know, you start out scared, like I mentioned, and have all the fears and all that stuff. But I know what I know what I know. And so I would make some swag to because anything that opens conversations is what you want. So I'd wear some swag with my company. I'd be, if it's a health and wellness and you've got something that you can take in front of people, I'd do that depending on your product or your service. I would do something that would advertise that and I would literally hit the streets, go to the post office, go to the bank, go anywhere and everywhere where there's people, and I would just start conversations. My children told me that once I got in network marketing that um, I'm so friendly I could make friends with a stick, and I think you really have to do that. As a network marketer, you have to be out there and you have to be willing to open those conversations and to share with other people. Share from your heart. Don't get all salesy. Share from your heart what what your product or service has done for you and how it's changed your life, and that will attract more people than anything else. I like that. Be so friendly you can be friends with a stick. So, <laughs> so for those people who are like maybe new, they're not good at relationship building, uh, what tips can you share with them to, to open up a conversation? How would you open up and be friendly? Well, I think that um, a smile goes a long way. Um, just being friendly. I think so many people have their heads in, in, you know, their phones and that kind of thing that they're really not paying attention, but you got to have, if you're not one that's going to open a conversation, you've got to have things that open the conversation for you. So that has to be like a button or it has to be swag that your company has, or it has to be a cup with your company name on something that makes people ask you. Cause if you're not friendly enough to ask them or to start a conversation with them, You've got to find out ways for them to approach you. So signage on your car. Though All of those things, by the way, warm the market. And they warm the market for not only you, but for other distributors or promoters in that same company. And that benefits the company as a whole. And, and that's one thing that I've always thought of is there's enough business to go around for everybody. So you never have to worry about, oh, what about this person or that person or stepping on toes? None of that. Just go out and share from your heart. I like that. It's not enough business for everybody. It's really operating the low, uh, from the abundance. Absolutely. Hey, you've been amazing. Um, as we wrap up, any last words, Heidi? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you, learn about what you do, and reach out to you? Uh, so the best way would be Heidi Whitehair at HeidiWhitehair.entrepreneur page. Um, I do a lot of training on that page too. That's very generic. So um, you can reach out to me there and learn more about uh, me and, and you know, my experiences. And my best piece of advice is first off, never give up um, and, and go share this amazing business with your next door neighbor, your best friend, your sister, because we typically don't do that because we're so fearful of what they're going to think uh, of us. But you never want them, the people in your life you want to share this with first because you want to help them change their life as well. But we have a tendency to overlook them and want to go to strangers when really the people in our lives need it too. So share, share, share. Do not be fearful. You have something so amazing to offer people, and um, they're looking for something that works. So please, open your mouth and offer it. 
Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Heidi Whitehair. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just have it Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, at the search bar and the show notes or the nuggets of wisdom that Heidi shared will be right there. In order to be successful in life and in network marketing and in business, you must help others. So, Heidi, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Heidi, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Back at you. Hey, ML Nation. Do you want to grow your business faster and recruit and, more importantly, duplicate online? Now, many trainers and leaders teach how to recruit online, but they don't teach how to duplicate online. And it's the duplication that builds your business fast. I have a free training, the 10 stages to online duplication. Go register at www.onlineduplication.com where you can get the 10 stages to online duplication. Again, that is www.onlineduplication.com. Hey, I'm Al Nation. Simon Chan with a quick recap review from Gray Show from Heidi Whitehair. If you like this, please connect with Heidi for the, uh, the books that she recommended. You can go to mlnation.net and just search for Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, and you see the show notes page right there. Um, so I'm going to go for a recap Some you know, from uh, where she started. She shared uh, she ran a daycare with three kids and time management tips, right? Time management, and I like it. Busy people make it happen. Isn't that so true? People are busy, always make it happen. It's the ones who are like, oh, they watch TV, do all this, I don't have time. Right? I'm just thinking about, um, that's just my life. But the leaders that I know, that making it happening. They're so busy. They're quote-unquote busy. They, by the way, they never use the word overwhelmed. They're productive, but they make it happen. They just go all out and make it happen. There's no excuses. Right? Um, you want it to grow. Like Heidi says, you have to be uncomfortable. Right? There's no instant success stories. For her, she had success with me probably because she ran a daycare for 10 years. She took a lot of the business skills there and applied it to never marketing. Right? You just have to keep going, keep growing, get yourself outside of uncomfortable, uh, outside of comfort zone. You know, and during the tough times, if you go through a tough time, something uncomfortable, well, you should be happy. I know it may be uneasy, but that is when you're growing the most. That's when your personal growth, not just personal development, but personal growth. And most people, they give up just when they're about to be successful. Like my favorite quote is, the temptation to quit is greatest when success is right around the corner. So when, if you're going through a tough time, struggles, know that you are growing. Yeah, I think about where I shared this in a recent uh, podcast, I think behind the scenes episode, where like my favorite times, memorable times when I was building an MLM business was not when I made a diamond director or making multiple six figures, was when I was earning ten, twenty thousand um a year only, right? That was not that much money living in LA, but grinding it out. Building every single day, grinding on the phone, on the phone to eleven PM to one in the morning with Asia. That was like the most memorable part because that was the journey. And you got to be present and enjoy the journey. Uh, and during the tough times is when you grow. And, you know, during that times when I was making so many phone calls, like my, uh, you know, my fiance at the time kicked me out of the department because she was so sick and tired of me on the phone. And I was calling Asia, using calling cards, calling Malaysia. There was, you know, I, I, you can tell, like, those are the most memorable parts. Otherwise, I wouldn't even remember. I'm sharing them with you now. A lot of other things I don't remember. I remember those tough times. So, because that was when I grew the most. Um, Back to Heidi, she talked about you track people, you, you who you are, right? Um, and you have to you have downlines who are not doing it or prospects don't get it. You just you just have to get over it. You know, she talked about her best advice was, was from her aunt. It's not your business to think about what others think about you. It's not your business, but what to to, to worry about what others think of you. 
right? So just focus on yourself, stay in the game, uh, know that, you know, it's about you. You know, you may be really into the business, but your downline is not into it. They have their fears. It doesn't mean it's your fears. You focus on your journey. And because this business is so awesome, it's like, and I, I love wishing the financial forever, financial forever, because once you get into this, you know, profession like me, like, you know, I, I built a successful business, but now I'm doing coach, coaching and running ML Nation. Like, you can never, I can never go back to where I was at, you know, at my jobs. Never, never, no way go back. A couple other things here. You get ideas from the shower. That's a tip that I actually learned from my mentor too. Don't make a decision before you take a shower. So somehow a shower, especially if you take a coach shower, it clears up your mind. You make much, much better decisions there. Uh, a few other things. If it's up to, if it's up, is it meant? If it's meant to be, it's up to me. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. So take responsibility. You got to take responsibility of everything that's happening, whether it's good or bad. Sometimes we like to take responsibility of good, but what about the bad? The things that are not as good that's happening, not as favorable. You got to take responsibility. You let those things to happen. And you got to always lead by example. That's what business is about. Leading by example, right? You got to walk the walk. Lots of times you feel you tell people what to do, your downloads what to do. You got to do it. You got to be the first ones doing it so they follow. You got it. Leaders lead by example. You want your downloads to prospect, then you need to prospect more. It's leading by example. And two other tips to share with people you know. Sometimes we feel like we're scared. Uh, we hold it back. Limiting beliefs, fear. Share with people who you know. A lot of times you just go right to co-market. We we leave a lot of money on the table by not talking to the people in our contact base. So don't make that mistake. And lastly, the tips to start a conversation is number one, smile. Right? Smile. Uh, open a conversation. Learn to open conversations if you just say, hey, how's it going? Smile, hey, how's it going? That's what I like to do. Hey, how's it going? And if um, you don't have something that opens a conversation, then have wear some swag, a button, something that gets people to ask you what you do. Okay, extremely important. And there's plenty of business for everybody. There's so many people who have never heard about network marketing looking for opportunities. So go out there and your next prospect could be the next person you bump into in the grocery store. Hey, this is a great show. Thanks again, Heidi White here. And thank you for listening to Simon Channel. I'm loud and proud of this amazing profession. If you like this, please leave us a review on iTunes. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.